Relevant Radio now presents the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass from the Chapel of the Nativity at our Relevant Radio Green Bay Studios. We thank you for joining us here on the radio, listening or watching through the Relevant Radio app or online at relevantradio.com as we gather for this Holy Mass. Again, my name is Father Mark Malezova. Happy to be able to celebrate this from the Chapel of the Nativity located in beautiful Green Bay, Wisconsin. At this Mass, we especially unite our prayers with the homebound, those in prison, and those unable to attend Mass in person. For those who are able, we encourage you here at Relevant Radio to receive our Eucharistic Lord at your local parish and to remember to observe your Sunday obligation. The Mass for today is for Tuesday of the first week in Ordinary Time. Upon a lofty throne I saw a man seated, whom a host of angels adore, singing in unison, Behold him, the name of whose empire is eternal. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Attend to the pleas of your people with heavenly care, O Lord, we pray, that they may see what must be done and gain strength to do what they have seen. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. A reading from the first book of Samuel. Hannah rose after a meal at Shiloh and presented herself before the Lord. At the time, Eli, the the priest, was sitting on a chair near the doorpost of the Lord's temple. In her bitterness, she prayed to the Lord, weeping copiously, and she made a vow, promising, O Lord of hosts, if you look with pity on the misery of your handmaid, if you remember me and do not forget me, if you give your handmaid a male child, I will give him to the Lord for as long as he lives. Neither wine nor liquor shall he drink, and no razor shall ever touch his head. As she remained long at prayer before the Lord, Eli watched her mouth, for Hannah was praying silently. Though her lips were moving, her voice could not be heard. Eli, thinking her drunk, said to her, How long will you make a drunken show of yourself? Sober up from your wine. It isn't that, my Lord, Hannah answered. I am an unhappy woman. I had neither wine nor liquor. I was only pouring out my troubles to the Lord. Do not think, do not think your handmaid a ne'er-do-well. My prayer has been prompted by my deep sorrow and misery. Eli said, Go in peace, and may the God of Israel grant you what you have asked of him. She replied, Think kindly of your maidservant, and left. She went to her quarters, ate and drank with her husband, and no longer appeared downcast. Early the next morning they worshipped before the Lord, and then returned to their home in Ramah. When Elkanah had relations with his wife Hannah, the Lord remembered her. She conceived and at the end of her term bore a son, whom she called Samuel since she had asked the Lord for him. 
the word of the Lord. My heart exalts in the Lord my Savior. My heart exalts in the Lord my Savior. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. My heart exalts in the Lord my Savior. The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes. My heart exalts in the Lord my Savior. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts. My heart exalts in the Lord my Savior. He raises the needy from the dust. From the dung heap he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. My heart exalts in the Lord my Savior. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. Receive the word of God not as the word of man, but as it truly is the word of God. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. I read from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus came to Capernaum with his followers, and on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished at his teaching. For he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. In their synagogue was a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Quiet, come out of him. The unclean spirit convulsed him, and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed and asked one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. His fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. From a personal standpoint, I've been a priest for about six and a half years, but I'm the vocation director in this diocese. So though I've been a priest, I'm I'm always kind of dealing with seminarians because that's what Bishop has asked me to do. So though I've been a priest, I've been out of seminary. In my role, I'm kind of still in seminary. And of course, sometimes my mind goes to some of the memories from seminary and some of those things that they taught us that, lo and behold, uh, turned out to be true. And I, I just think of some of those things. I remember one priest told us, you know, so you're going to be really busy as a priest. I'm like, you're busier than you are as a seminarian. And I thought I was busy as a seminarian. I thought, you know, I have all this studying to do. I have these prayers, these meetings, all these things. I'm really busy. I don't think I could be any busier. Well, they were 100% true because I, I am honest. I'm certainly busier than I was as a seminary, but it's all good. It's all good. You know, they also encouraged us, as you can perhaps imagine, to take a day off. Um, 
which is good. And he said, you know, the whole point of a day off is to realize, you know, the church will go on without you for a day. It's okay. It's okay. You can take a day. Believe it or not, the church will probably be there the next day. Because sometimes that's what we do as priests. We sort of get locked in like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. Like, no, the church has lasted for a long time. I I think it can hold for one more day if we take a day off. Uh, But something that came to mind is that they also said, you know, when you're explaining things and you're asking people to do things, you should never use the reasoning or the justification because I said so. It should probably just never be something that you, that you say that should come out of your mouth because I said so. And I've never used that except one time just to sort of try it to see how it worked. And I asked my admin assistant to do something, which I know she didn't want to do. And she's like, well, why? I said, and so I said, because I said so. And she just laughed at me. So the one time I tried to be like, here I is, like, you know, just to see how it works. So she just laughed and it never, I mean, she knew I was joking or whatever. But um, as you can imagine, perhaps it doesn't go over very well just to say as reasoning or justification because I said so. I was thinking about this because of one line in particular from the gospel. As you hear Jesus going to teach, there's this comparison that's made between Jesus on the one hand and the scribes on the other hand. And it said this, the people were astonished at his teaching for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Now it says that, it doesn't really go into much more detail, so it allows the preacher to speculate a little bit, which I plan on doing because I have the opportunity to do that. Why didn't they see the scribes in a certain way of just having that authority? Well, perhaps that's maybe just the way they went about things. Maybe that was their justification. Do these things because I said so. Now, they were the keepers of the law, so ultimately they could point to the fact that, well, God's asking you to do this. But perhaps, like I said, we don't know. I was not there. None of us were there. But perhaps that's maybe was how they went about their teaching or their authority. Do these things. Fast these days. Give these alms, whatever it is. Why? Because I said so. And then you have Jesus, who obviously did it perhaps a different way. Because he said they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught, but not like the scribes. What was his justification? Because he was teaching them. Certainly he was telling things to do. But what was the difference? I think unlike the scribes, they were probably like, because I said so. But Jesus was probably this, because I love you. Because I love you. Maybe he wasn't saying it explicitly, but we can perhaps speculate once again. The way that Jesus spoke, the way that he taught, the way that he looked at the people, that's all the justification he probably needed. That's all that the people probably witnessed. They would listen to this man. Yes, he did the miracles, did all this thing, but he knew the love that was there. The gospel yesterday was the calling of the disciples. We didn't hear it because we had the baptism of the Lord, but that love had to be there too because Jesus said, come and follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. They leave everything. And they follow him. They must have known that was the justification for all these things. Because I love you, and because I want what's best for you. I think we need to be reminded of that often. Because sometimes the church can be painted in a particular way. That church says this, church says that. And we do say things and we do require things. What's ultimately the justification behind of it? What's the encouragement? What's the motivation behind it? It's that of love. Because it comes from the Lord. And the Lord did the same thing as well. And so we're grateful for that love. Grateful for the way that he looks at us, the way he encourages us, the way he teaches us, coming from that place of love. And what a gift it is to celebrate Mass, to see love incarnate as we celebrate the Eucharist. God is still with us, very much still with us, present on this altar, filling us with this love this day. And whatever you may ask us to do, whatever his will be, we can have great confidence that it's good because it comes from him, not just telling us to do it because he said so, but because he loves us.
And so we stand together, confident in the love that our Heavenly Father has for us. We humbly present to him this day our prayers and our needs. For our Holy Father, Pope Francis, and all our bishops and priests, that they may shepherd our church and our world toward the peace and mercy of Jesus Christ, we pray to the Lord. For an increase in vocations to the priesthood and religious life, we pray to the Lord. For our nation's current and future leaders, that they may have the wisdom to preserve the spirit and purpose of the law, especially when it comes to protection of the most vulnerable, we pray to the Lord. For all those in physical or emotional pain, that our Lord will touch them with his healing hands, we pray to the Lord. Pray for all those who have died, and especially for the repose of the soul of Orville Routman, for whom this Mass is being offered, as well as for Max Pribino, who is being laid to rest today. We pray to the Lord. For our St. Joseph, St. Gabriel, St. Nicholas, and Guardian Angel Society members, and for all the intentions received from our listeners and supporters, that our Lady Guadalupe will intercede for them. We pray to the Lord. And gracious God, look kindly upon these prayers presented to you this day. As you teach us through your words, as you teach us through the scriptures, come from a place of love. We ask that you hear these our prayers and that you grant them. If they be in accord with your most holy will, we make this prayer through Christ our love. Amen. You're listening to Holy Mass on Relevant Radio. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness you have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands will become our spiritual drink. Pray. Brothers and sisters, and my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May your people's oblation, O Lord, find favor with you, we pray, that I may restore them to holiness and obtain what they devoutly entreat, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for in goodness you created man, and when he was justly condemned, in mercy you redeemed him through Christ our Lord. Through him the angels praise your majesty, dominions adore and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exaltation. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in humble praise as we acclaim. 
holy, 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 Lord God of hosts. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. the mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and David, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints, we have pleased you throughout the ages. We may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from you. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope 
and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. You're listening to Holy Mass on Relevant Radio. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. You're listening to Holy Mass on Relevant Radio. With you, O Lord, is the fountain of life, and in your light we see light. We invite you, all those watching or listening to this Holy Mass, to join me in making the act of spiritual communion. I wish, my Lord, to receive you with the purity, humility, and devotion with which your Most Holy Mother received you, with the spirit and fervor of the saints. Amen.
Let us pray. Humbly we ask you, Almighty God, be graciously pleased to grant that those you renew with your sacraments may also serve with lives pleasing to you. Through Christ our Lord. Once again, thank you for joining us for Mass here at Relevant Radio. Hope you'll join again tomorrow at noon central. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go in peace. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. And we continue to offer the prayer for the National Eucharistic Revival happening within our country. As together we pray, My God, I believe, I adore, I hope, and I love you. I beg pardon for those who do not believe, nor adore, nor hope, nor love you. Most Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I adore you profoundly. I offer you the most precious body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, present at all the tabernacles of the world, in reparation for the outrages, sacrileges, and indifference by which he is offended. And through the infinite merits of the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I beg of you the conversion of sinners. Thank you for joining us for Holy Mass. We invite you to listen to the live broadcast of the Mass every day at noon central on Relevant Radio. Video stream of the Mass on the Relevant Radio app and at relevantradio.com. There was a kid who went to his mother and said, Mom, if God is real, why can't we see him? And she says, I'm busy now, go ask your father. He says, Dad, how come God is real, we can't see him? And he says, go ask your mother, I'm busy. So the kid is going fishing with Grandpa. One of these beautiful, cool mornings. Oh, and the lake is like glass. He says, Grandpa, if God is real, how come we can't see him? And the old man, he looks away. And the kid thinks, yeah, Grandpa's blowing me off too. Well, then he looks at the kid after a couple of minutes and he says, Junior, at this point in my life, God is pretty much all I can see. You see, as we grow in grace, God becomes only more beautiful. And things we thought were important or special or desirable, be they wealth or fame, they become much less important. So he moves us from grace unto grace. But at any point in that chain, I can say, no, I prefer the world. And we're great fools if we do so. Father Simon says, On Relevant Radio. You know, the word is spreading around America. This is the go-to place if you've got a prayer and you want the whole country praying for it. So I invite people to join us every night for the Family Rosary Across America Live. 7 p.m. Central. Bringing Christ to the world through the media. Relevant Radio.